Welcome to another edition of the Bones of Advertising. I'm Craig McLeod and you are? I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm filled with the spirit of Australia today. Oh, stop it. I still call Australia home. Is that how you're feeling? I still call. I've got a little bit of Peter Allen. A um, bit of Peter. Uh, just ringing in my ears. I love oh. the. Um, I love a bit of. Uh, I love a bit of Peter. The uh, energy on stage that that man brought. Wow. And they uh, they bought out a beer once called Tinnerfield Sadler, and I can remember getting. I can remember getting very, very. <laughs> you may have mentioned that before on a podcast <laughs> as well, my boy. It's definitely strong still in your memory, and perhaps the memory isn't as good as the actual experience. Oh, like maybe oh. it might have been better or it might have been worse. I don't think the Tinnerfield Sadler exists anymore, but I can remember <laughs> getting very flamboyant. <laughs> why wouldn't you? If you could, why wouldn't you? We love a bit of flamboyance. Why not? Why not? Um, no, the uh, the spirit of Australia, the great uh, the great history of um, uh, Qantas ads in uh, in this country, and um, let's give the viewers a little bit of a trip down memory lane, just a very quick uh, a quick recap, just but, a quick YouTube summary of the Qantas ads that uh, yeah. that we've devised. Now the, the dates may be wrong, so we're going to put that disclaimer in here. They yeah. may not be exactly the years because who knows whether whoever put them up on YouTube back in the day still had the right dates or yeah. has the right dates. So. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be great. Let's let's take a look at, at one of the You have done. Can I just say to the viewers at home, yeah, my friend Mr. McLeod has done an amazing job. He's like Sherlock McLeod this week. Sherlock Homer McLeod. I like that. <laughs> he has dug into he's dug into the archives. Perhaps the archives. Than most people would go. Into but, the uh, bowels of YouTube. The bowels of the very de- <laughs> the second seller. Um, <laughs> and uh uh, yeah, so uh, let's play the koala. Let's play. Oh. <laughs> let's just play a little snippet of the koala right now. Oh. Teddy bear. I still don't believe it, but you know what I do believe? I hate Qantas. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you like this one, don't you? For me... It was just bizarre and awkward. Yeah, yeah. no, I think it was. Um, uh, so it's it's dated. It's the sixties or the seventies. Like, yeah, I think it's like know. early, so like, like yeah, maybe mid sixties, sixty four yeah. or sixty. I hate Qantas. It's like I hate Qantas. Yeah, because it brings a whole lot of people over. Yeah, to, and he has to be patted by the. He has to be, patted, by the, he has like, to be photographed. And it was like, it, well, that's not. They tried to sell all the benefits of Qantas, but you've just got this really cute and cuddly koala just saying, I bloody hate Qantas. Well, if he, if someone as cute as a koala hates Qantas, I'll hate Qantas too. Like, <laughs> I reckon you're right. I mean, it really depends on where it was played because if they were playing it to a market that's all about koalas, and I think he says in one of the ads, the koala, that they call him, I don't know, a cuddly bear or something. Oh, or something like that. They call him a teddy bear. A teddy yeah. bear. He's not a teddy bear. He's a koala bear. Koala and he's got a bit of a, there's a bit of a yank accent to that. Oh, oh you picked up on that as well, did you? Yeah, well, I think it's, you know, it's probably your pickup. But I, when I'm listening to it again, I, <laughs> I definitely think that it might be an American trying to put on an Aussie accent, which never goes well. It was weird. Like maybe it was one of those ads that was shown like only in the United States. And they yeah. didn't know, but. I, I reckon if you were in Australia and you were watching that, you'd be looking at yourself scratching. Just don't know what's going on. No, exactly. And, like, you know, the flying kangaroo and why have we got a koala? First of all, it's kind of a bit bizarre. But ultimately, the whole idea behind it, I don't reckon you ever lead with an ad that says, I hate the brand. 
Well, yeah, unless you've got, unless you've got, like, I can understand that if it was, if it was like Louis the Fly is a great, I hate that brand. Yeah. You understand because you actually hate flies. But I hate that brand, and it's something as cute as Kelly as koala, like one of a one of the great national symbols, one of the symbols that we don't eat. Yes, <laughs> we definitely don't eat them. That's for sure. I don't think I've ever seen koala. I mean, I've seen croc, but I've never seen koala on the menu. Kangaroo on the menu, seen emu on the menu, but never the I've bloody koala. koala. Huh. Maybe they're a bit gamey. Maybe they're not quite as tasty as we think they. Uh, the the old croc <laughs> tastes a bit like down on a koala. But anyway, what's next? I want to have a look at. <laughs> we're going to we're going to look at um, so just some retail ads. It's a lovely little uh, uh, campaign, um, getting people to uh, to buy into Qantas. We won't show the whole thing because um, one, the uh, one of the people they chose back in the day was uh, uh, Warren Mitchell, and his character is Alf Garnett from Till Death Us Do Part. <laughs> and maybe we're the, not showing that. Maybe the most racist man in the world. I mean, he was. Uh, it was a it was a reaction. The whole show was a reaction against Enoch Powell and. Had, you know, uh, racism in the UK, and yeah, but, but so they did that, and then they did this delightful ad with John Clark as uh, as Fred Dagg, the New Zealand farmer, and just a great, just just a fantastic little, absolutely fantastic this one. Just a little closing element. We'll just play that here. We'll just play the end bit of this ad. Didn't he bed you down for eight days and drop your back? You can't stay behind all your life. You got your togs. Most of my luggage cleared up. <laughs> he couldn't do that now, but you can do you it. You can't now. stuff a sheep into a box and send it back to New Zealand, can you? No, no I don't no. think. Well, no, no, he was taking them with him. Oh, he's taking them with him back to New Zealand, or is he coming to Australia from New Zealand? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But ultimately, if he was coming, you can't bring his sheep over with him. Oh, we've got plenty here. Like <laughs> plenty, not a box anyway. Come on. But he, it's funny to see him way back when. Like, I mean, oh. when when was that? What were we talking then? Was it 83 or something? Yeah, I oh, know it was before 83. So it would have been before Mojo. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, probably early 80s, I reckon. Fred wow. Dagg was kind of big in the late 70s, early yeah, 80s. John Clark, it's still bloody good today. Like him and that, who was the, who's the guy he worked with all of those years later, the two oh, of them? John uh, Bruce, Bruce Dorr. Bruce Dorr, yeah. Yeah, just fantastic, just fantastic. So good. Speaking of 1983. Speaking of 1983, let's have a little peek at this one. Who was going out small? We started with the dream that's all it was you. Australian like you Who looked into the distant skies Saw horizons far and wide Amazing schemes and flying machines Who gave Australia wings It was you And you became our flying kangaroo The spirit of Australia shining through It was you There is, there's the birth of the spirit of Australia right there. The roo bouncing along. Yep. 
just the quintessential connection between the Aussie icon Australia and our brand represents all of that. If you want this, this is where you've got to go. Oh, and the whole, like the mindless repetition of the spirit of Australia, the flying kangaroo, the spirit of Australia. Like, do you get it? Do you get it? It's the spirit of Australia. Do you get it? Do you get it? <laughs> Just want to make sure it's rammed into you. The spirit of Australia, the fine kangaroo. But they, um, like that has lasted. Like that, that's 93. That's um, 40, almost 40 years. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Just knocking on the door of 40 years. Yeah. yeah. Which is amazing. Like that's a, impressive. So you think of all of the marketing departments that have gone through Qantas, all of the head of marketing that have gone through Qantas. And they've never changed that line. They've never thought, mm, you know what? We're no longer the spirit of Australia. We're the essence of Australia. They haven't done it. No need to. It's perfect. And they've updated the logo, but they've never changed from the flying kangaroo. And why no. would you? Like, it's just. No, exactly. I mean, yeah. we're not going to go down the rabbit hole of what was it? Australian Airlines and Qantas when they merged. Qantas Australian or something it was for a little while when Qantas and then just Australian underneath it. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like when you win, like when you win history. Like you just, you just, yeah. I'm in charge now. We'll just take that out and we'll pretend it never happened. It's I like think like at some stage someone just took the eraser and just took that fine line Australian off the bottom and said, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Who? No, we've always been Qantas. Always. Where to next? We're going to have a look at my great friend Peter Allen and maybe Kate Sarabono or oh, Sabrano. Kate Sabrano, how mm. good is her voice? Chill today. How good is Katie Sobrano? Oh, but they're just a voice of an angel in this oh, house. Can so this was this was the ad they did. Uh, I still call Australia Home. We may not be able to run it on YouTube, but we'll put yeah, it. You definitely we won't be able to run it. So we'll just whack a link up for people to be able to click on it and have a look. But it is just magnificent. Outstanding. Like the, the idea of getting all of these. Um, uh, famous Australian singers from you know who are known to have success overseas, like, yep. and uh, they still call Australia home. Like it's just it reminds and it, and this song is one of those it just gets you. It's like great yeah. southern land. It's um, you know waltzing land down fun. under. Yeah, you know, we come from a land down. I mean that it's one of those Aussie icon anthems. Yeah, it makes you feel happy to be Australian. Yeah, that, it does. And that's what Qantas is. When you get on a Qantas plane and you hear, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to bloody Qantas flight four to Sydney. Like, you, you, go, you go, I'm home. Like, I, I may be sitting on a tarmac in, Tull- in, uh, in Munich or somewhere, but yep. you know, I'm home. Like, it doesn't matter. I'm on my way home. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Like, Which was a ripper. But then they evolved it from there to what? Oh, oh little kids. Buddy, nothing, nothing. Landed on landmarks all around the world. Just glorious. Like it's just, uh, you know, I can remember when I uh, when I first saw this, I thought, I think they're just pulling at heartstrings there, and they were unashamedly pulling at heartstrings, and it, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. I'm surprised. I mean, we'll get to the one that's just recently been released, but I'm surprised that they didn't go with it again for that one. Yeah, like, yeah. I, well, I think. I think they've got a different challenge at this stage. I really love the um, the little Koori boy singing. Yeah. I thought that was a great celebration of Australia. Like it's yeah. Qantas seems to be seem to be at that stage at the forefront of 
really kind of celebrating all things Australian, as they should. Yeah. And, and it was, um, I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, but I just think it was a really solid evolution. I think the timing of it was fabulous. And, you know, for our first Aussies, the first Australians, I think it was a ripping version of it. And, you know, I love that we can we can do those sorts of things to pay homage to our past and, you know, present. I, I think it's brilliant. I really liked that ad. I thought it was a, was a yeah. cracker. And, and the evolution I thought was great, you know, to go from where we were with the first one to, to this one. And then, you know, as I said, there may be one in the future, but I think you're right. The one we're going to talk about now is the one that's just been released, which is yep. it's really more about sending people from Australia to things overseas, to events overseas. You know, you've got the kids to Disneyland. You've got a guy that's going to see someone really special. You've got, you know, a young couple going to a wedding. Uh, and it's really just saying that get your jab and we can make all of this happen. And, you know, the, the engineered version of Tones and I song, which is amazing and fits so well now i'm a massive rap on 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 her and her music but i think bringing it into this and sort of connecting it i mean she sang at the grand final the last one we were allowed to have in the g so not the last one but the one before and she's just outstanding she is no she's a it's a it's a great song yeah and it's a um it's got anthem in the making in my view yeah yeah and as you say it's a it's a it's a great it's a beautifully engineered um the music works. Yep. The stories work. But love it. Even the bloke when he's oh, bloody expired. I had to get my eldest got her L's and we yeah. looked on the passport. She had like three days left when we went to get the L's. This is before lockdown. Yeah. And, you know, like I just, I, I felt it. Yep. Passports are expired because we haven't needed them. No, we haven't. We haven't. No. And, but I thought, and this is just, and this is where we may, dis, we may differ just a little. I thought they should have picked one story and made me fall in love with that person and have me understand if I get my jab, I can fly. Because- Do you reckon it was because it's so big, though, JD? I'm just looking at the time on it. It's it's one thirty, so it's a 90, right? So is there potential to cut it into 330s that, that is just the story? So maybe that's the method in their madness. It is. It is. And it may just be the um, the agency falling in love with their own work or, or it could be. It May could have been be. guilty of that from time to time. <laughs> we've, we've all, we've all talked about that road a little. <laughs> but I, I reckon it is um, like I could, I could have just got it when I was in the middle of a, you know, I was feeling, I was feeling a little under pressure, and perhaps wasn't in a frame of mind that allowed me to fall in love with the uh, with the storylines. But I yep. just, I couldn't connect. They didn't give me enough time. Yeah, right. To connect with each of the characters, and so it becomes like a an ensemble piece, which is great if you've got, you know, half an hour. I'm going to challenge you to watch it again with a glass of wine with Mrs. D tonight while you're having a little bit of cheese, being the Melbourne uh, supporter that you are, just a, uh, a, hearty chav, a hearty cap sav. I just want you to hit play with Mrs. Uh, with Mrs. D and say, yeah, yeah. that yeah. is I'll, a I'll do that. I will, I will, uh, I will, uh, I'll revisit that and let you know. I am, uh, but I think if they, if they do cut it down and it allows me to fall in, to fall in love, to get involved with. With each story. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, the couple going to Singapore because they're, you know, they want to go and see their friends get married. Yep. I can buy into that. I understand. I understand that 
that storyline really well. Yeah. Going and seeing a mate in London because, and it's that whole kind of, oh, it's someone who means a lot to me. Like, that's not what you say. You say, oh, no, I'm going to see a mate. I haven't seen him in, like, years. Like, yeah. and all of a sudden it's like, I get that. Yeah. I get, I may not have a mate in London. Well, I do, but, like, I don't may not have a mate in London, but I can absolutely empathise yeah. with the fact of, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, okay, I've got you on that point. The heavy lifting is done by the song and it should have been done, the equally heavy lifting should have been done by the stories and I think they've, they had a lovely idea and a lovely, really connective thing, which I love. <laughs> and I, I just felt I couldn't wrap my fingers around. No. My... Okay. That's okay. It. Well, I'm being, that's very been a... I'm being very picky, but it's lockdown and I, and I don't care. Yeah. You know what? You can be as picky as you like. And it's very, very good for you to actually delve into the ad because that's the insights I love that you share with our punters out there in the marketplace. But you know what, JD? That's been another edition of the Bones of Advertising. I'll see you next week. Don't go change it. Take care. Cheers.